AI, autonomous, self-operating and sentient. Once these were buzzwords in any self-respecting science fiction movie, but today these terms are commonplace in discussions that center on the technology that will enable our future. But how does AI and autonomy play into the space of networking? This is a fundamental layer in digital transformation. And we have a general idea of what is meant when we say autonomous driving cars, but what do we mean when we talk about autonomous networks or networking? Today, we are posing these questions to Shamith Maharaj, Executive of Data Networks at BCX. Welcome, Shamith. Good afternoon, Jeanette, and thanks for having me. So let's start at the beginning. What exactly is autonomous networks and how far beyond basic automation do these networks go? Uh, Jeanette, an autonomous network is um, it's a network that runs with minimal to no human intervention. Uh, it's able to configure, monitor and maintain itself independently. But what would be some of those characteristics of autonomous networks, uh, specifically in the African business landscape and setting? That's a great question, Jeanette. And, um, you know, autonomous networks has existed for a while across the world. From an African business landscape perspective, some of the key characteristics would include the zero-touch provisioning, especially in, in the hard-to-reach locations. Um, it has the ability to scale and is fully application-aware, delivering an improved user experience. But could you perhaps give me an example of how an autonomous network already works in an African business case, just so we can make it very understandable to all our listeners? Yes, yeah, a good question, Jeanette. And, um, you know, looking at the African landscape, <clears throat> one of the key uh, benefits or areas would be, um, you know, taking consumer products to a market when it doesn't exist in your store. So giving giving consumers the ability to shop when they want to, ensuring that, um, you know, their needs are satisfied and they can secure their products as quickly as possible. Now, the network makes the decision in terms of identifying where the product is available and how quickly it can get from the store to the consumer. Can you give me an example of how this works already, maybe in an area where BCX is involved? We can in terms of um, you know, taking our products and services okay, to new geographies and into new markets. You know, we have service catalogs that's well available uh, to our customers and to the market. And by expanding this to a new geographic footprint, it allows a larger audience to make use of our services that we have provisioned in South Africa, as well as leveraging the partner ecosystems we have on a global scale. And can you take me through some of the capabilities that an autonomous network enables? There's quite a few. I'll touch on some of the key ones. Um, you know, with an autonomous network, you know, it being uh, self-driven, learning, um, you know, the user patterns. Some of the very key ones that we've seen to date have been the track and tracing. So making use of IP cameras on the street, you know, we can help uh, fight crime. In terms of the COVID pandemic that we uh, just came out of, you know, this this would have been a key enabler to uh, to accelerate the tracking and tracing process. Um, on a more important note, you know, it gives patients from a medical perspective, it gives patients a, a quicker reach to doctors in various geographies. Okay, um, so once symptoms are reported, you know, we can ensure that the correct medical uh, support and advice is provided timelessly. 
What we've also seen, Jeanette, in terms of the manufacturing fields, we've seen, you know, the next level of robotics being powered up using the autonomous networks. And um, another very key one, you know, in our day-to-day lives includes facial recognition, uh, especially at schools and at workplace where we have stringent uh, access control. This has been one of the key capabilities that autonomous networks is enabling and driving into the markets. But um, apologies for my ignorance on the topic, but if I, for example, let's use the facial recognition, what makes it different from, you know, what we knew in the past just as an automated network that maybe uses facial recognition? What is the key benefit from autonomous networks that's actually added into the mix? That's, that's a great question, Jeanette. And I think the, the answer there lies with the big data that's being interrogated very, very quickly, right? So with the, um, with the processes built in, into the autonomous network. This allows the network to then become more self-aware, understanding what controls need to be applied in a specific situation or in a specific scenario. So I'll give you a um, a real life experience, Um, you know, in terms of a school, you know, ensuring that learners at a specific school only have access to certain uh, facilities. In terms of prisons, in terms of managing the access controls of various areas of the prison, and ensuring that lockdown is correctly maintained. That is a another real life um, experience that we have seen, you know, with the use of autonomous networks. I just yeah, want to understand that in your example, for example, on the on a prison setup where facial recognition then allows access to certain areas and not to others, what is the difference between a network that we knew in the past and the self-awareness that you've mentioned that you now find in an autonomous network? Yeah, that's a great question, Jeanette. Um, Jeanette, and I think in the past, when we looked at automated processes and automated systems, right, there seems to be, it's very different from, from an autonomous network. Now, the automated networks give us the opportunity, you know, where it's very human driven, right, um, in terms of making the decisions and policing a specific outcome or a specific result. With the autonomous networks, it starts to learn user patterns, user behavior, you know, what is allowed in certain areas. And using the prison example uh, again, right, this gives us the ability to ensure that, you know, uh, the uh, the movement is correctly controlled, you know, and, and, and it's less resource intensive and it's safer for the employees working in these high pressure environments. All right. So you've just actually mentioned a couple of benefits that makes it clear for me why businesses should consider autonomous networks. So it's more efficient. It uses less resources. So um, are there any others that you can add on some of the considerations that make this a no-brainer for businesses that you should go in this direction? Yeah, I think from a cost perspective, you know, businesses, um, you know, under pressure and looking at how do we deliver more value in a highly commoditized market? Now, you know, this is definitely a um, a cost um, cost savings enabler as well. Uh, it's less resource intensive and it provides a more application aware approach to to business and to industry at at large. But is Africa ready to adopt these networks? Do we have like the base systems in place to actually be able to use it to its full benefit? Yes, absolutely, Jeanette. Africa is open for business and, um, you know, we've got the networking building blocks in place with good quality cable systems uh, on both east and west coasts of the continent. We have major cloud providers established on, on the continent. Uh, good local content and peering that's in place. And more importantly, Jeanette, what we have is we've got the talented engineering teams that are highly skilled in artificial intelligence and machine learning technologies. So, you know, more importantly, the 
customer demand uh, for more application aware you know approaches you know is available and 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 customers are requesting more value as well and we we believe that autonomous networks is the future um and you know investing in this today will definitely uh, yield great benefit downstream where are you seeing the demand coming from are there certain industries that are understanding the benefits that they can gain from ai and machine learning faster than others as a service provider in this area do you see demand in certain areas being higher than others Yes, absolutely. So Jeanette, we we seeing a high adoption rate in the manufacturing sector and uh, also growing demand in the mining sector as well. So those would be two of the leading verticals or sectors that we're seeing um, a major growth in currently. Now, how can businesses go about starting the journey of autonomous networks with the right IT service provider? Yeah, I think the most important thing is selecting the right partner. This is of absolute paramount importance and um, is key to the success in deploying an effective autonomous network. Um, now, the process is, you know, one will need a trusted partner who is uh, willing to invest the time to understand the customer business, um, identify areas of the business that would realize maximum benefit, and then analyze the big data that's available using, you know, key tool sets um, before creating a design blueprint based on the customer and network behavior patterns that we would like to see. And, um, you know, to round this up, you know, making use of the AI and ML capabilities in the network in a very controlled manner. And once this is in place, this would be the fundamental, um, you know, building blocks um, is part of the journey to get a fully autonomous network activated uh, within a customer environment. How long would that process take? I mean, it obviously depends on having the right service provider, but putting all of those building blocks in place until a customer can actually have you know, a, a workable solution, how long would that take? Yeah, Jenny, it depends on the business size as well and the requirements the customer you know, would like um, uh, to, to, to see fully automated and to, to see benefit from an autonomous network. Uh, from our experience, it can, it, can, it can range between three months and uh, it could take up to a year if it's a very complex environment. Uh, however, the standard that we're looking at uh, currently is approximately three months. And I guess the complexity also depends on the legacy systems that's already, for example, in that manufacturing business that approaches you for an autonomous network setup. That's correct. And uh, the approach that we take is always an agile approach in terms of you know, understanding what's in the environment and how do we um, refresh and adapt the networks to be more autonomous and to provide the value the customer needs. So it's a very agile approach. And um, from our experience, it can range um, up to a year, but the current average is approximately three months to, to get the entire environment ready. Oh, well, thank you very much. I mean, no matter the application, it does seem as if autonomous networks can open up various opportunities on the African continent. As we've just heard from Shamith Maharaj, Executive of Data Networks at BCX, on the next step in networking evolution towards true autonomy.